Welcome everybody to our Heart Warrior Meet in September 22. This is Yona here and Jeff Casper is here as well. <laughs> in a different room. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, we're coming together to discuss the deeper aspects of collective energies, but also our inner transformational processes every month. So it's an opportunity for us to go a little deeper. Hi, Nigel. So good that you can make it. Yeah, it's an opportunity to go a little deeper. So obviously, there's a lot of publications that I have every week. The energy talks, the energy priors, the energy updates, and, um, you know, reports and comments and all that uh, for our <coughs> sessions. But um, here, we want to take a deeper look into what is going on here, what we are experiencing as sort of the quality of this time. Yeah, what we're experiencing from or through our own personal lens. And uh, traditionally, we also discuss the marathon itself that uh, we just finished a week ago. These marathons at the end of the day are usually quite transformative. So uh, there's always a lot to talk about. And I don't know if you can see this. I, I would love to hear this from you because I always wonder and I forget to ask. Can you see how some of the themes, some of the subjects that come up in, in sessions, in these ongoing sessions, and especially the marathons, how they are reflected in those collective energies? Can you pick up on that? Do you see that? And also maybe where I get the information from. Right? I always keep pointing at this isn't a prediction, this is a report. I mean, those of you who are active heart warriors, you would probably know better than those of you who are just, you know, listening to the energy reports or you know, because you're in those sessions and you see, you know, like the ongoing comments and, and aspects that came up. Anybody making the connection between your own experiences during sessions or meditation, your own meditations maybe, and those collective energies? In the energetic tune-up, I'm bringing these two together for you. But has it ever come to your awareness that it is actually you working on your consciousness and experiencing, you know, sort of whatever comes in in new ways, you know, forming new perspectives, increasing your perception, that that is actually something, yes, that is happening for you. That's your personal transformation transformation, but that that is actually in connection with some of these larger cycles. I see your mic on, Jeff. <laughs> Do you have a comment about this connection that I'm trying to um, I'm sorry, I have an issue hearing. I can't now. Please, can you please repeat it? I apologize. I was having some issues. Go ahead. Yeah, you were helping me out with the dogs. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I didn't, get, didn't get it. <laughs> so, so could uh, you please repeat it? I'm sorry. It's a reflective question, and that has to do with the connection between our personal transformations, the personal things that manifest in our life, the, the, the insights that we have on an ongoing level, mm -hmm. and those collective energies that seem to come in for everybody, but 
that obviously translate differently for each and every one of us. I was just asking for feedback because I often wonder um, if, you know, especially the heart warriors who get to be there with all sessions and all sort of what, what unfolds, you know, on a daily, weekly level, if you can see the connection between your own transformations and what is happening in the bigger world, so to speak. I mean, sometimes you do. Yeah, there's there's almost direct correlation sometimes. Other times it seems very distant. You know, so it, it the only thing I can tell you is that if you have something that's triggered by the most recent events, which is very possible because of all the drama that's occurring in the world, it's a chance to reflect on how that affects you and how you can detangle from mm -hmm. them. Um, other times, worldly events seem kind of mundane, silly, or distant. You know, and and they don't really feel like they connect. So I, I guess it kind of, like you said, it kind of depends upon one timing and and you know your own history and if you've transcended certain things or not. Yeah, and also observing the rest of the world, right? Like, you know, yeah. that too. I mean, you can be very in tune with mm -hmm. collective energies and not realize that you're literally going through the microscopic version of the bigger. Um, a process that is there if, you, if you're not looking <clears throat> outside of your own process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the, the overall theme here for the last two months has been reflected in the marathons, the taskmastery. <laughs> it's not a word, but let's just call it that way. <laughs> taskmastery. <laughs> yeah, so it's a level of self-mastery. Yeah, so all the workshops that I've done, they're all about self-mastery and, and systematically breaking this down. How we can stay on target, how we can stay in our focus. And here, you know, in this particular marathon that we're going to talk about today, uh, there was a, a very important cue, namely uh, two of the last sessions, you know, like uh, that regardless of our understanding, regardless of our willingness, regardless of our intention, <clears throat> that it can still be difficult to keep our focus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in the sacred Sophian community, we've been investigating the, the thinking, yeah? how our thinking works and, and the nature of thoughts and the nature of our choices based on those thoughts and, and, in this marathon here at the Taskmaster for August, um, it was very, very clear. We had a very quick sort of unfolding. Remember this, Jeff? Uh, we, we made comments about this the first day. It went fast. We were like, whoa, okay, everybody's on target. You know, this mm -hmm. is about liberating our awareness, you know, getting, you know, letting go of these old programs because we, we already understand that they're no longer serving. Um, uh, yes, uh, between the first, second, and third session on the first day, we always have to go through certain cycles, right? First, there was a little bit of apprehension. We need to open ourselves up, become a little softer. And, uh, you know, by the second session, they were already, or well, everybody was already sort of at a place of what we would call neutrality. You mm -hmm. know, really willing to look at the things. And, and uh, by the third session on the first day, um, that was in uh, Grace Integrity, we had a really, really beautiful rise of vibration here in this group, guys. Yeah, so if you didn't participate in the marathon, don't um, uh, think that this isn't affecting you because 
when we do these marathons, when we do this direct work, all we're doing is uh, more consciously observing what is actually happening for everybody. Okay, so we are just taking snapshots of these moments here, three sessions a day. This is three snapshots a day, which allows us to form a, a, a very uh, sort of high resolution kind of picture yeah, of, of what these energies are that are working with us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and on, at, at the end of the first day, I was like, whoa, you know, <laughs> this is so cool, you know. We, We've actually already reached the level of acceptance, yeah, after one day. That's a very fast process because if you think about yourself, whenever you want to make a change, whenever you want to manifest something new, whenever you you have a conscious will yeah, to, to, to bring something into expression, you have to go through these cycles, yeah, resistance, yeah, then bringing in softness, loosening up, maybe looking at the things that, you know, in you that uh, come in as as uh, sort of the objections. Yeah, sometimes it's guilt, sometimes it's fear. And then, you know, till you finally come to a level of like, okay, it is what it is. I'm going to work with what I have. This is something that we all have to go through no matter what it is. When we do these energy sessions, it's obviously not specific for one particular task other than the task to stay on task, yeah, to practice what it takes to stay focused on the process itself, the mechanics itself of how to make changes. You know, that's why we can do these things as a group because these things unfold for you individually. You're obviously all in a different place with different tasks, immediate tasks uh, with different goals, with different, you know, sort of circumstances that that create different priorities at a different time. But oh, the mechanics of that are the same for us. Now, the second day, and this is the interesting part, the second day was all about allowing our blind spots. And I think, Jeff, you, you, the first session of the second day was pretty cool for you, right, if I remember this. In your report, you talked about breathing through things and learning mm -hmm. that it's okay, mm -hmm. you know, to, to face things and to expand into them. Do you want to comment on that a little bit? I mean, it, it's one of those things where, you know, that, and that's something that it's the practice of really all we're doing is learning how, okay, it's okay. Like I can get through this bit by bit. And that session, if I remember right, you know, was one that like hit on fast, kind of like the first day, you know, and, and, and that's really, really cool when it does that, where it kind of forces you you have two choices. You either go into the spin or you just breathe. You process it and say, okay, this isn't that, this is something I can manage bit by bit, one breath at a time. And by doing that, it, what it does a lot of times neurologically, it shows that you can have emotions come up and sort emotions come up or patterns show up and you, and you don't have to go into them. That you can just let them kind of flow through you and out. And, and, and raise your vibration anyway. That's exactly, you know? yeah, shift it. And by doing out vibrated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And by slowly doing that, or and eventually goes quicker. Basically, you're reprogramming your neurological system, and you're aligning to you know higher vibrational energies that are even past the neurological system. So it's it's a way of through these marathons, especially ones like this where it goes bam, 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 and it's it's a different process. So we can never get really fully used to it or comfortable. It kind of forces that and 
that can be extremely uplifting and even barrier breaking. And, and empowering too. I, yeah. I felt very empowered on the second yeah. day. <clears throat> yeah, there was a, uh, then the second session was about stillness, you know, it's a, the grace manifestation where we go into allowing the void and not, you know, disciplining our mind not to fill up that empty space yeah, of, of all the stuff that we've just out vibrated. And, and there was a very, very beautiful experience of, um, you know, really seeing your own thoughts come in mm -hmm. and how they interfere. Yeah, was your intention is to to allow that space to grow, to just to grow. Yeah, to give you to give yourself that 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 time. Yeah, to let things unfold. And in the third session, then um, you know, came that intention. You know, like okay, but I'm the one in charge. I'm the one that wants to manifest something. Whatever it is for each of you is different, obviously. Mm -hmm. You know, and and seeing that you can. Yeah, you just have to stay on task. You have to stay on focus here. Yeah, like the, the, the fact that your ego comes in with stuff like resistance or, you know, complacency or procrastination or um, even fear, like the neurological stuff, the freeze maybe or whatever, you know, all of that is human and all that will always be there, no matter how good you are. So the point isn't to become perfect at this and to no longer have, like, say, your inner child stuff or your addictions or your shadow stuff come in. The point is to get a handle on this, yeah? to see it come in and say, okay, there it is. Okay, I choose to consciously out-vibrate that. Yeah? I'm sitting with it. I'm, I'm allowing it to be there. That's the acceptance, right? And I learned that I actually can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that I can have the upper hand. So the goal is not to prevent all these things from coming in. That's why the question, are we ever done with this, is uh, irrelevant. It's actually not a very sophisticated question because it will always be there, okay? It will always be with you. The goal is to get through this faster, through this in a quicker way so that you can maintain the upper hand. You can't fully control it, but you can master it. You can learn you know, as an example, for example, when, if you go into a depression or frustration or an anxiety about something, you can learn that there is an, that that's a temporary state. Yeah. And then all you really got to do is to work it, not to run away from it or pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. But to like say to yourself, all right, here is my anxiety that's coming in. And then you can apply maybe some other tools that you've learned along the way. You know, where's this coming from? You know, what part of my ego is this uh, is triggered here? Yeah, so, that, you know, because it helps our mind to understand things a little better. And then you can let it go and say, okay, I, I recognize that this is like, say, some kind of old inner child type of fear. Yeah, you, you can say that to yourself. Yeah, there, there's, this is something that you've already investigated long time ago. You know, let's say you had, uh, very dominating parents or you had uh, you were raised with a fear of God or something like that these things all come up in these sessions yeah for, for each of you individually and you, you the better exactly Tina the better you know yourself the better you can place that you can say okay that is that okay but I'm not going to let myself distracted by that I'm not going to let myself get distracted by that I'm, I'm, I'm I recognize that it's there okay but I want to grow beyond it. Yeah, the growth, the evolving, the expansion is 
<clears throat> the goal, all right? So at the end of the day, our journey is a constant approximation. It's a constant improvement. Yeah, there is no end to the improvement, guys. <laughs> yeah, there doesn't end. I, I wish all of you that it never ends, <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> what that means is that you're going to continue to improve, to grow, to expand, to evolve. But then on the third day, the pullback happened. Mm -hmm. How was that for you on the first session and the, the, the third day? Because I wasn't there. It was really, um, if I remember right, um, it seems like it was so long ago, but it wasn't. Um, it was very intense around the sixth and seventh chakra, like to the point where I thought I was sick um at first because you kind of wake up and all of a sudden you're like okay this is what's going on and that didn't subside for a while it was almost like we were in this massive um overlay you know and, and it was really like attempting the mind really coming up with every excuse in the book and it really took a lot of effort just to stay focused and then realizing that okay as i do this some of this is starting to fade now of course because i have you know, background in energetic clearing, you know, it, it, it shifted to like just clearing my forehead, which helped a lot, but the process was still internally was the stuff coming out, was trying to knock me, this is trying to pull me out of that kind of in my aware state into more reactive states or pull me into judgment. It, yeah, it was, it, it was judgment. Like yeah, full yeah. On. in the yeah. second session of the third day, mm -hmm. it, we could literally observe this, how our judgment is so automatic. We yeah, could it was like, observe the automaticness of it. It was mm -hmm. just there, even though you yeah. didn't even see it that way. <laughs> you, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You, you could tell, and some of you actually commented on that in the forum, how this wasn't your view. This mm -hmm. was just there. These thoughts were just there. It's just crud. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's what you just meant with the reactiveness. Yeah. Right? Well, it's, it's in our system, but it, 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 it's not really resonating anymore. But it's still in our system, you know. That right. Stem that the midbrain brainstem is still going to be like not safe, not safe, whatever. You know, it's going to come up with all excuses. Yeah, not and not just that. I mean, there's also you know other things like filters and blind spots. Yeah, yeah. that do that. The cool thing about this marathon was the the, the opportunity to actually observe that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how this interacts with within ourselves. Yeah, we have very clear intention, clear dedication, doing everything right, quote unquote. Right. Right, and it's still there. Yeah. Okay, this is where a lot of you um, get very frustrated with yourself. Yeah. There's a, where a lot of you kind of give up on yourself. Yeah, where, where you're thinking that you're doing something wrong, where you question yourself instead of your perception. Yeah, so this this is why this was a, that's why I sound so ecstatic and excited about this because this was an opportunity to really observe this. It has nothing to do with you. There's something that is happening and, and perhaps, and this is why I started out the conversation with the connection between the macroscopic and the microscopic me mechanics here. All right, there's, there's stuff coming in from the outside. Mm -hmm. There's stuff coming in that makes it a lot harder for me to stay on task, to stay on focus. Yeah, and then I will experience it in that way that, you know, like uh, the, the, no matter how hard, quote unquote hard, I work on it, yeah, I'll still gonna feel this, this, you know, sort of, uh, you know, automatic judgment or automatic filters coming in. Okay, and here is where 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 the growth for you guys 
as sort of intermediate and advanced uh, energy self healers comes in here you have to recognize that you have to recognize that this is only about your focus it is not about what comes in it is not about the the, the content the stuff you know it's, that's why that was all like six and seventh chakra you know like about the stuff that we don't want to see or that, that we can't see it's not about the stuff all right it's about how you react to it how you respond to those kind of things coming your way yeah it's a, a good example that is coming up in my head right now is when you play these video games um uh, i don't know what the class of video games is called right now but you know where you just sort of try to go through a parkour and you try to you know get past all the obstacles and so forth that are in your way has anybody ever played those kind of games do you guys know what i'm talking about yes. even the old arcade games had that you know even the racing games have that to a certain degree you just try to get through whatever comes your way sometimes you have to pick up some coins maybe sometimes it's a good thing but there is just random stuff constantly blah 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 you don't sit there and think about why is this coming in and why always me and blah 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 you don't do that you don't stop the game and say oh shit i'm too bad i'm not playing this game and i mean okay that can happen too but you, you guys get the analogy you deal with whatever comes up yeah and if you play it long enough you'll figure out that there is an algorithm to it there is a there's a pattern to it it's not just because of you some of it is maybe you have to try a few times to get a little faster or you know to to just get the hang of the game you know but then it's just about your ability your, your flexibility really to deal with stuff that comes along okay and it's not no different with our journey it's not about what comes along it's about your ability to focus your ability to concentrate on what this game is all about yeah it's about in, in, in this class of game, the core games, you know, uh, but avoiding, you know, the obstacles and and grabbing the good things. Yeah, so it's it's about getting past the challenges <laughs> and seeing the opportunities. And that's then what gives you the points. And in life, it's no different. There will always be challenges, guy. No, guys, no matter what. <laughs> And sometimes, yes, sometimes these challenges are brought about by ourselves. Yeah. For example, self-sabotage and stuff like that. That was last marathon. We had a lot about that. You know, how we bring certain things on ourselves. But a lot of times it's really just about staying on task. All right. Yes, there will be bad weather conditions. Okay. But just because it's raining today, you're not giving up on yourself and say oh you know i can't stand this anymore you know i'm never ever going to see the sun again no you're just like okay today is a bad weather day so i i maybe i have to adjust yeah yes and and keep the eye on the ball tina exactly you just you just keep the eye on the ball and sometimes the ball will go slower and sometimes it will go faster that's then sort of the higher level of acceptance the allowing because now you're like okay whatever comes my way I'm I'm gonna I'm okay with it. I'm 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 gonna deal with it. The last session brought in a, 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 a sort of a, a light bulb in that, namely how our inner distrust forms. There is a there's a distrust that that leads to us questioning ourselves, right? And that's where we typically where we give up, right? Where we say to ourselves, "Oh, I'm not good enough," or 
oh, why am I not good enough? Or, you know, everybody else is getting it but me, blah, 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 that kind of talk. Yeah, this this is this goes back to you not trusting in yourself. And when we when we're on this spiritual journey here, okay, we already understand that we are dealing with the I am awareness in us. That's a very high vibratory concept. Only people who have that I am awareness can actually work it. Okay. If you think that you're just a biological machine, yeah, and so you, you have a shelf life and with a beginning and an end, you're not gonna be here. Okay, because you're not even going to consider that there's something in you, like a higher power, that could outvibrate that. All right, so just just to, to, to be clear on this, you know, that you all have the ticket, okay, by simply recognizing that there is a part of you that is, you know, like say higher and paid right than the 3D, the ego part of you. Okay, so you already know it's there, okay. What we're learning here in this hardware training is how to use it and how to refine it, how to use it to maneuver and navigate, okay? Because obviously, and that was part of my speech here with the energy update on Friday, you know, just having good intentions, yeah, and believing in love and believing in higher power and all that isn't going to pay your bills, all right? On a long enough timeline, it can't. But first, you're going to have to make sure that your needs and your wants that, that bind you to your 3D, that they are taken care of. This is where a lot of spiritual people get into inner confliction because they want everybody to be so nice and they want to love everybody and they want to have an understanding for everybody. But the world isn't ready for that yet. <laughs> you know, People are still operating on ego paradigms such as, you know, self-gain and so forth. That's why we still have scams and rip-offs and all these things that kind of hurt us so deeply on a spiritual level because, you know, we we want a better world, okay? And that is all, that is developing, it is coming, but it isn't there quite yet, which means we have to learn to maneuver in a world where there are a lot of obstacles. Yeah, we've had the situation here, uh, this example in the Sacred Self Healing Workshop from uh, Thursday, which was really good, by the way, uh, about the mastering your thinking. You know how when things repeat in your life, yeah, when you when you become able to see to make up patterns, you know, uh, because let's say you trust, uh, you blindly trust other people, yeah, and you keep running into the same problem over and over again that you get ripped off or that you, you know, uh, that, that things uh, were, are taken, uh, you know, that you were taken advantage of or something like that. Okay, then maybe it's time for you to change your strategy with people. <laughs> you know, maybe it's that you can't meditate that away. Okay, if if you uh, you know uh, want to make business with someone and uh, and you trust them to the degree that you don't make any contracts, you don't you know solidify anything. You just sort of trust that everything will work out somehow magically. Okay, and you keep running into issues with that. All right. Then, then that's clearly a lesson that you need to learn. Yeah, that you, where you have to adjust to the challenges. If if this is a pattern in your life that you feel like taking advantage of, yeah, then you need to change something in 3D in your behavior. You need to change your behavior. You may need to do, you know, lease contracts <laughs> instead of just hoping, you know, that a verbal agreement is enough. Yeah, or you have to have 
um, you know, very clear communication where you say, this is what I want, you know, are you willing to do this? Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? You have to go into that sort of action step of solidifying it, of making it more 3D. So we can't just go through the world with a, with an uh, imbalanced idea, yeah, that everything is spiritual, yeah, because it isn't. We're all here to straddle two worlds, okay? We don't know what it's like in the afterlife, but let's just assume that when this physical existence is gone, that we are, you know, returning to our original state, which is some kind of energetic, spiritual uh, kind of state. Okay, and there everything is spiritual, but here's not. We're neither a biological machine only, nor are we a spirit being only. We're both. And that needs to be balanced. That is our task in general here of, of each and every one of us. One of us's lives, okay? So it's a constant maneuvering, a constant navigating, yeah, and maybe, hopefully, in the course of our journey, improving of that, that we get better at it. The last session brought this inner conflict forward, where we feel something that we want to do. We really love something. We've already identified this. We know what brings fulfillment. We know what brings, you know, this, this, this deep inner peace to us, but we're not doing it. Okay, that conflict is the the the, con the 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 fundamental conflict that leads to duality in us. Yeah, it's the conflict between the three D necessities and the spiritual energetic sort of input that we have. Can you guys relate to that? Do you guys know what I mean with that? The spiritual ideas that you have, the ideals, the virtues, the goals, the spiritual ones. Mm -hmm. And the 3D necessities. Yes. That's the core of your duality. This is where this is where all your problems occur on that level. And that's why I've been talking so much about like, okay, you gotta address the, the, the problems on the level that they occur, right? To be common sense here and and maybe you know a bit you know not, not very sophisticated language but if you've got a poop okay you got a poop okay you can't meditate that away right and if you want to connect with your soul self or your true self as a pre-state to that pooping isn't gonna do it <laughs> i mean i suppose <laughs> Do you get this? There is a common sense to that, okay? It's about balancing it. It's about finding that that medium, the middle, the middle ground. Yeah, like Einstein said, the best way to keep your balance is to keep moving. That's, by the way, also something that you can learn from those parkour arcade games. Because if you stop, you're dead, you die. All right, so you have to keep going, okay? And the last session was extremely enlightening in that way because it showed us how this our inner duality, this jumping between you know our spiritual goals and 3D necessities creates a conflict in us. Namely, we're either not able to, to master 3D, 
yeah and then our ego rebels or we're not following our our soul task our inner input and when either of these two scenarios occur we experience this as not being trustworthy to ourselves it lowers our vibration and the solution to that as uh, tina as you pointed out here in your comments is to know yourself that's the first step that's why we do this extensive work it's all self-exploration guys self-healing is nothing but self-exploration yeah and then on the other hand learning how to master 3d because you won't be able to get to these higher spiritual um sort of to this higher spiritual fulfillment and peace until you find that sweet spot in you where you know that this is who you are. you're following your essence you may make a lot of mistakes on the way in 3d but nothing is nothing can hold you back from doing it because you know that's who you are So now let me ask you the, the one question that in my book matters the most. Which pain would you rather experience? The pain of your ego, you know, not being good enough. What do other people think of me, you know, experiencing the, that, that kind of pain? Or this soul pain where you kind of feel displaced in life and you haven't really found your, 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 your I don't want to say destiny, but you know what I mean? Like you, you, you feel something is off. If you, if I gave you the choice right now to choose between, because those are both imbalances, right? They're both signifying these, these, these two extremes in our life. Which one would you rather choose? being inauthentic or maybe not being able to pull it off like Donald Trump or some other people who appear to have reached the pinnacle of ego um, values. You would, uh, Tina is sharing, you would choose being true to myself and in my heart. That's what you would choose. How about you guys? How about the others? Tina, this is why we're all here. We're here because we want that. We kind of feel deep down that that is more important than you know winning in the ego world but there still is a confliction in us and many of us flip-flop bounce back and forth 
that's something I reported about in the forum on the last day. It's the flip-flop. The last day was, you know, gave us the opportunity to actually consciously witness our own inner flip-flop between, you know, 3D stuff and no, what I truly want, what I truly am is something different. How about you, Jeff? <laughs> How does that go for you? <laughs> well, I mean, it's a yeah. I mean, there's days where there's a battle inside, but the the goal is, of course, to transcend, to go past it, to to let the I'd rather face my ego than not facing truth. So, what is the lesson here? What is the takeaway? Actually, during the session, the last session, there was also another aspect. Uh, I'm looking at my protocol here right now, and that because we could feel the flip flop so clearly, mm -hmm. um, we didn't just experience the conflict. We also experienced the things that really make us feel alive. Both, we actually, we actually all flip flopped in that session at least two times, so we could experience both at the same time. And that leads us to recognizing what this conscious choice, quote unquote, that I always talk about, actually is about. We have to make a choice. The takeaway is to strengthen, to focus on that which makes us feel alive what supports life, yeah, what sustains life, what gives us inspiration, what gives us, you know, this, this, this empowerment instead of resisting, yeah, instead of focusing on, on what's in the way. Instead of focusing on the challenges. That's the takeaway. Mm -hmm. And that's as spiritual as it can get, guys. The one thing, and this has nothing to do with the marathon, it just occurred during the marathon, doing all marathons, it occurs because, you know, three days from an energetic point of view, there's a lot of energy that occurs. <laughs> so 72 hours, you know, energy constantly fluctuates. Yeah, if I look at the collective. So, the wild card here is that collective energy. And that is something to consider because that plays into our personal circumstances. Namely the war of our ability to concentrate. There is an active sort of attempt, okay, to distract us from something, affecting our ability to focus increasingly. So this, this is not just right now, this has been going on for a long time, but it is has never been as strong as it is today. Affecting our focus and with it, our ability to think, feel, perceive, and choose on our own. In other words, you know, that pulls us into these automatic 
this reactivity that, that Jeff mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. The automatic judgment, the automatic positionality, the automatic opinion, the filters, the 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 overload, uh, um, the overwhelm, the you know all that. Anybody, any idea how that is happening and why I come to a statement like that in your personal lives? I mean, obviously, you guys already made attempts to, you know, like keep yourself away from it. You already, you already figured this out. But maybe it has never been that aware to you that this is actually what's going on. So that six, seven chakra stuff, when that comes in like that, and and you can witness immediately how you start flip-flopping on yourself, mm -hmm. uh, you know that something's up. And because you know yourself really well, okay, you see that that is an outer condition, all right? Without going into conspiracy theories or anything like that, we don't even need to waste our energy on, on trying to figure out who's doing this and why. It's irrelevant. We can all experience it. The effect is there, okay? And we know the medium, how it occurs, that is through, you know, internet, smartphones, constant bombardment of information. Even 50 years ago, that wasn't there, and 100 years ago, and so forth. You know, this is a new thing for our human collective. This has only been going on, you know, the, the, in the, in, to this extreme for the last 20 years. I'm old enough to remember a time when that was not the case, where I had enough time throughout the day to think my own thoughts without getting distracted by texts or, you know, news or, um, you know, whatever, my addictions or, you know, you know, where it was just like me and, you know, my own thoughts and my own feelings. It has come to that time where this is the exception. We have to have keywords such as mindfulness. Yeah, uh, we have to bring that to people's awareness that it's actually good to take a five minute time out or to meditate for 20 minutes or an hour. I mean, you guys are up there. You guys go into transmissions that take 60 minutes. And this is hard, hard work to keep your focus for 60 minutes, but thank God you're practicing it. That's what you're doing there. You're training that muscle to keep your focus. You're training your ability to concentrate. Not just with the mind, obviously there's, there's other dimensions to this because when we do transmissions, we're not training your mind. We're training your ability to concentrate. And when we talk about energizing, yeah, when we talk about what you pay attention to, that's all based on your ability to concentrate. Your ability to direct energies comes from your ability to concentrate. Without focus, if, if you suffer from this sort of information ADHD, you can't. You can't direct your energies. You can't even feel your own energies because you're so out there. Yeah? 
Your energy is not even in, in your, it isn't even home. That you're constantly scanning the outside. That's a big takeaway, guys. That's where the connection between collective energies and you can be made. You have to recognize that. And Jeff called it an inner battle. There was an inner battle going on between our ego and our say soul self. Yeah. Although I, I don't really like seeing it as a battle. It's more like something where that you constantly have to balance. But then yeah. there is a challenge and that is also magnified on the outside. Never been stronger than today, ever before. And why is that? And that's where, you know, my reports and forecasts come in because I give you the context. It is because that is the, the era that we are in. We are in the era of materialism and industrialization and ego expression. Okay, you got to understand that. That's why this feels so cold out there. Yes, we have some technological advancements, and yes, there are some things that are good, at, or you know, within the, these technological advancements, and that are bad. And overall, yes, the conscious level has risen, you know, from like uh, compared 500 years ago, a thousand years ago. But we are currently experiencing the end of the era of materialism and industrialization. We're at the at the end of of ego, you know, capitalism, um, you know, and, and individuation. We've maxed it out. We are realizing now, as a collective, that that's not a good strategy. It destroys the planet. It destroys our our cultures. It destroys our language, it destroys our communication, it destroys our relationships. That's where we're at right now as a collective. And we are here to witness all of that. And you are here right now or watching this or listening to this because there's something in you that got prompted maybe 10 years, maybe 20 years, maybe 40 years ago. To be more aware of this. So I just wanted to, to, to create a lot of larger context here for you so that you can see that these, these micro things that you experience with yourself and, and why it is so important to make conscious choices and to recognize the flip-flops in you and how all that sort of goes up and down, how that is a big sort of balancing act. Yeah? How it's not just you. It's all of us. You're just going to have to make a choice at some point. You know, if the ego materialism is more important to you than, you know, fulfilling your soul, your soul impulse. That's where our collective is heading into right now. That's the big bifurcation guys that I've been talking about for years. So that's it for me. It's kind of quiet today. <laughs> 
and when I get on a roll, I, I understand that. And sometimes it's hard to digest. Yeah, but it's great that you're here. See, I'm grateful for anybody who shows up for these kinds of talks. Because some of that just simply can't be discussed in that way in public. Not that it's, huh? Not usually, no. There's yeah. not the time. Nobody takes the time to even get there. I mean, we, we took the time of the marathon or ongoing sessions, you know, not just this specific one, but the, the fact that you went through, like, you know, what we call the boot camp, you know, where you got used to, you know, like having 60-minute sessions and that, you you know, you, you, you got used to this way of thinking <clears throat> and, <clears throat> and sensing and experiencing, you know, that that is your you know, sort of ticket, okay? This wasn't just some entertainment program, guys. This is hands-on stuff that you've learned here. And now you, you know the reason why you've learned it. Now it's important that you apply it. Every session, every marathon gives us that opportunity to apply it. To, to get better, to refine it, to get better, to, to strengthen ourselves, to, to apply it in our 3D lives. There is no ideal or perfect or anything like that. that that's all ego paradigm. There's no winning either. You know, and if you feel like you want to give up or give the, throw the towel, then you're giving up on yourself, on your soul self, really, at that moment. Because you more than, you know, the majority of people out there already know that there's a conflict in you between those two. You may not always know how to maneuver through this the best. And that's why, you know, these tools are so self-healing. Because if you just continue doing that with yourself, you're going to come to the necessary insight. It's only through this insight out of yourself. Can you outgrow all these collective and ego automatisms? You have to think for yourself. You have to feel for yourself and you have to perceive for yourself so that you can choose for yourself. If you are not thinking for yourself, if you're not feeling for yourself, if you're not perceiving for yourself, you're not choosing yourself. So that's the wake up call, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is something I have to do. Sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. I don't want to like torture you or anything here with asking any more questions, but I hope that that there were some impulses in here that you that it helped you to maybe put things together a little better or you know, inside. Obviously, you know that you can always reach us, whether you're an active hardware or not. You know, you, you know where to reach us on Skype. You know. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just want to say, I think it's a really, really good explanation. I really like this talk. I'm gonna listen again because, uh, you know, the mind, of course, starts rolling, and you, you miss something. But um, I really appreciate this. This is good. This was a good talk. Thank you. Um, lots of points I have to um, use the. 
not to think about or contemplate anything. I just need to just stay true as I wrote. I, you know, just mm -hmm. stay true to what what I feel and I'm so yes. Sometimes you have to think too, you know, because sometimes you have to kind of balance things, right? You have to like, you, you know. You, 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 we're not all sitting on a mountaintop and, and don't need to worry no. about money and blah, blah, blah. We, we have to think too. But what we want to really do is to consciously think, feel. You know, we want to have our, our, our logic, our rationality, and we want to have the, a good, clear, pure feeling from within when we are congruent with ourselves and when we're not. Yeah, and really stay away from all these choices and automatisms that distance us from ourselves. Yeah, because then it, it's so much work to get back there. <laughs> that's what I, you know, that's what I'm experiencing yeah. myself. You know, it's all worth it, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's hard work dropping out and dropping in, dropping out. Yeah, it's so <laughs> much harder than just yeah. staying in truth with yourself. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But thank you for your, for your comment and for your encouraging and kind words, Tina. All right. Any any closing remarks from you, Jeff? No, I agree with what Tina Marie just said. I think it's it, it, those the, so those topics, although you know we're going to get on a roll or not, are extremely important because it's about we have to kind of hire the mind sometimes mm -hmm. to get stuff in. <laughs> That's all I'll put. <laughs> yeah, and really, what it is is very similar to what uh, Hawkins says. It's it's seeing the context. Mm -hmm. Instead of getting lost in the content, yeah, yeah? Exactly. most of us still get lost in the content too much, and that's why we can't see the, the bigger picture. We lose that out of sight, and with it, we lose the focus. Great, right, thank you for coming. And active heart warriors, I haven't sent out the instructions yet. I'm going to do this right now. We have a shadow clearing tonight at 10 yes. p.m. So that's for you in Europe. That's um, at a very ungodly 4 a.m. for you. Yeah, sorry for that. We're going to do next month, we're going to do some sessions more, you know, that uh, that fit your schedule, but I always have to switch this up a little bit. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you. Yes, okay. thank you.